The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling, make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. Turn up the radio, strap yourself in. Because it's time for the Matt Wyatt Show. The guy who's the color commentator for Mississippi State football and SEC baseball. So yeah, he brings a lot to the game. And he's right here. Right now! Two, one, and we're off. Off and running with you here on this Monday. Welcome in to the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance around the state of Mississippi. Your hometown heroes, your local Farm Bureau insurance agents in all 82 counties. Yes, sir. Count them up. 82. Count up the wins in college baseball this past weekend in the state of Mississippi. All but one. All but one. You had nine from Friday through Sunday. You had nine Division I college baseball games in the state of Mississippi. And the state of Mississippi won eight of them. Not a bad weekend. Of course, we kind of get used to that around here. Uh, we really do in a baseball state for all intents and purposes. And, you know, especially during the non-conference part of the year, that's kind of what we get used to is a lot of winning, and that's what you had. More on that in a bit. First up, Haiti, y'all. Feel free to be a part of the show. Lots of ways for you to do that here on this Reaction Monday. I want to kind of get your reaction to the weekend, and there is a ton to react to. Now, I will admit, I was not locked into the postseason basketball selection stuff. I really wasn't locked into it, okay? I didn't catch one single blip of NCAA tournament stuff. Just don't care. Sorry. Let me see is what it is, okay? It'd be disingenuous. I, but if y'all want to talk about it, y'all will get into it. I'm just telling you, I didn't. Stay glued to it like a lot of people did this weekend. Uh, you do have the NIT that's about to kick up, and State and Ole Miss are both in it. That's all well and good, fine, but I'll just be honest with you. My mind has been on baseball and football, and it is on baseball and football, and that's what I'm prepared to talk to you about today. Uh, Jackson State, they just continue to roll. They had no trouble with Mississippi Valley. They're 3-0, and and I, just, I told you, you could see it in the first game. Coach Prime and staff, they have that football team whipped into shape. They are well coached. <laughs> okay, so they get another win. They're 3-0. That's your football stuff. Of course, Drew Brees is retiring. That's in the news. But baseball, I did stay glued to baseball all weekend long, both watching it on a, a, the uh, SEC Network Plus stuff, but also listening to it on the radio because we were in the car some, which was really neat, and I was kind of – I always like to watch if I can. You want to see pitches. You want to see hits. But I was reminded again how enjoyable it is to listen to baseball when it's done right, to listen to it on the radio. So I was able to do all that. So that was my weekend. I'm happy to react to all that with you wondering kind of how you feel about it. So lots of ways for you to be a part of this show. A reminder that you can uh, hit me up on the Country Pleasing text line or the Divinity phone or comment on the live stream. All right, so the country please in text line, 885-ESPN. It's a 601 number, 885-ESPN. You need the number itself, it's 885-3776. Call me on the Divini phone, Divini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, your 
Kubota dealer, the oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S., means they've been doing it better longer than anyone else right here at Divinity. That's right. That's right. So um, y'all hit me up there. The Divinity phone is 995-1059-601, number 995-1059. Give me a call. What would you think this weekend? Hey to everybody on the live stream. A bunch of folks tuning in already over here on uh, Facebook, popping up their comments all over the place. Dave says, yo, 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 from the Vegas baby. What's up, Dave? Hi to you. Stephanie said, hey, Matt, from Stark Vegas. Everybody's in Vegas. In Vegas. The one out west or the one here? Oh, back east. <laughs> Danny says, uh, hail state, Matt, from Ringgold, Georgia. Joy, watch out. It's the Ides of March. Oh, what is that? I don't know what that is. Heard about it. I've heard the Ides of March. All I can don't know. Don't know what it is. <laughs> Need a link. <laughs> Something I should know, but I don't know. Etu Brute. What is that? It's uh, from one of Shakespeare's wonderful many plays that I'm sure you spent a lot of time perusing as okay, a young man. So, etu, yeah, so it's yeah. Ro Romeo Juliet, or is that Hamlet? Yeah. Is that Hamlet? Uh, yeah. Etu uh, Brute is Hamlet. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. What does that have to do with the Ides of March? Well, on March the 15th is when that knife went in the back of him. Was it? So beware of the Ides of March. On this yeah. day in yeah. 1492. Well, that was, I don't know. Approximately. <laughs> uh, somebody got a stab in the back over here. Yes, yeah, so uh, it's been happening for a long time. Good old Brute <laughs> got stabbed in the back. Uh-huh. And it wasn't Rick Pitino. And it wasn't, and it wasn't <laughs> Philip Fulmer. It was the Iona Gales make it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jason said, yeah, Roll Tide, by the way. Roll Tide in that one. Uh, Jason said, I had a smoked country pleasing dog at the game on Saturday. Oh, so good. Listen, Jason, I, you know, okay. So country pleasing sauce is a part of my show and support our content and our show. Yes, admittedly. But let me tell you something. <laughs> Even if they weren't, I would be telling you, how incredible that thing is. I got one at the ball game uh, last Tuesday. So we could go tomorrow when I was there with Mary Lydia. I told you all about that. And they put slaw on it. <laughs> it's the best thing I've ever had, man. And I came home and pressure washed my grill and my fire pit and everything. Got it all washed and cleaned and dried out and ready to go because now I'm going to cook my own after having that experience. You know, now I'm going to cook my own. Uh, so, Jason, thanks for coming. And coming to some more of y'all here on the uh, live stream, Jeff and Joy and Llewellyn and Mikey and, and everybody. Uh, coming to y'all real quick, out of the gates here, a couple of texts on the uh, Country Pleasing text line. Micah in Batesville said, Hail State, let's get this week started. Yes, sir, we got midweek baseball. That'll happen around the state. And then we jump into SEC play, conference play, Conference USA play, and SEC play this weekend. State will go to LSU Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, both LSU and State had a wild weekend, had some walk-offs, but swept. Ole Miss is going to host Auburn this weekend, this coming weekend. <clears throat> and um, Ole Miss had a good weekend. Kind of escaped with a series win. I say escaped because they walked it off on Saturday. Big win for them. We got to listen to that one on the radio. And then yesterday, ULM, who's they really coach well and they run the base pass well, and kind of took advantage of some of that and got a win, salvaged a win to avoid the sweep. And sweeps are hard in baseball, but still – when you shake up the pitching rotation, you go get two out of three. 
pretty successful weekend for Ole Miss, so they're just clicking right along. And for them and the state, the situation is still the same, and that is you got two teams in the state of Mississippi that are on the fast track for the College World Series. Now, as talented as anybody in the country, state and Ole Miss, yes. Uh, a great shot to get there, yes. You still have to go do it. You still have to get, you know, host that super regional or get in one and go win two out of three, which is, you know, it's a, it's about how that pitcher feels on that particular day. We all know that. But the reality is you got two teams in the state of Mississippi that are as good as anybody in the country that are a, a, a real threat to go to Omaha this year. Tip with a tip says the Ides of March is from Shakespeare's play Julius Caesar. Okay. So hold on, time out. Was Etu Brute in Hamlet or not? That's what I no. want to know, y'all. No, no. It's, that was it's Julius about, Caesar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know what? That that's really not our specialty. You know, we don't no, talk a whole not. lot of English lit uh, or, or 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 the the Globe Theater or those kind of events in life because they just don't pertain to what you're you're about. Right? Yeah, well, I like all that stuff. Okay, I got an appreciation for all that stuff. Right. We but if anybody, do, but it's, it's if I go on Jeopardy, if I go on Jeopardy, and one of the categories is, you know, 13th century literature, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. You're saying you're in trouble. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying right now, I'm like, I ain't, cl- don't know, don't care. Well, Matt, you don't know those things. You ought to be ashamed. Not ashamed. Don't mm-hmm. know it. What I do know is baseball. And I do know <laughs> that Jay in Baltimore <laughs> loves baseball, too. And he's on the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. Jay, what's up, man? Well, hey, Matt. Happy Monday to you. First of all, looking to find out if you have any additional information on the departure of Landon Jordan from the team. You know, really disappointed about that. But I'll start with this. Look, Saturday showed us once again why there's such a long leash on Eric Sarantola. When he's in command of his pitches and gets ahead of the bat uh, and counts, he is just special. So now the season really does begin. You mentioned it, tough midweek game with Sanford. Uh, we got to go to Baton Rouge, hostile environment, despite being ranked number 19. Uh, formidable foe, and I think we'd be happy to get two wins. So McLeod looks like a lock for Friday. Everything points to Sarantola for Saturday. Are you going to start uh, Fristo over what looks now to be a, a, a ready-to-go Will Bednar on Sunday? Yeah, I, I think it's pointing towards that. Um, okay, but if you preface your statement by saying, okay, Will Bednar 100% is ready to go and start a game, no, I start him. Okay, that's just me. Now, I don't know any of the dynamics inside a clubhouse and – what they've told this person or what they've told that. I don't know any of it. But I know that if you if, if somebody says to me, okay, Matt, you're making the decision and you have a completely 100% not only healthy but worked into shape and ready to go, Will Bednar. Well, if that's the case, he's starting for me this weekend at LSU. Now, maybe that's not realistic because maybe – Jay, he can be just as effective and pitch just as many innings and and get just as many key outs by coming in to somebody's start three innings into it. Maybe because Sarantola right now is a little bit of a, we don't know what we're going to get. If he's really good, we're slick. If he's not, we make a change and Bednar runs out there in the third inning and we're fine. We feel fine about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, What are you you doing? One question. 
Well, to be honest with you, and I just said it, Sarantola is a lock for Saturday. I think we yeah. know Sarantola is going to get the get the ball as good as he looked this weekend. But there might be Bednar, Bednar was originally scheduled to be the Saturday pitcher, right? So if he is truly ready, and those four innings made it look that way, maybe he's out there on Saturday. So, look again, I've been saying it is a good problem to have. But when you look at the number of pitchers that even didn't get to pitch over the last five games, mm-hmm. it still can be an issue. You've got to get these kids in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, any news on Landon George? Okay, uh, Jay. This is my. Let me let me just instead of like trying to be a reporter on it, let me give you my take, and and you can you can yeah. kind of take from it what you want, but but I'm trustworthy here. Um, we obviously can see the situation how it developed, right? It's you've got to have. You feel like you've got to have. Um, James bat in the lineup, Cameron James, you, you know, and so Cameron starts the season as your starting shortstop, but he's this big six, three kid. Who's great on a base pad. He's a big athlete. Who's a home run hitter for you. He's a power guy. He's a threat to hit home runs. You don't have a ton of those in your lineup. It doesn't appear, but anyway, you got to keep James bat in your lineup. You want it in there, but he's struggling at shortstop. And frankly, they, they had to do something because you had seen a big enough sample size with your team sitting at the bottom of the SEC in fielding percentage, largely because of errors coming at shortstop. Am I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, so now yeah. they've got to do something. Well, third base is a position he's already played some last year as a freshman. We're just going to keep him in the lineup by moving him to third and get defense in there at shortstop, even if it's just a – a change up for now. Let's see how it goes. Well, then they put they make that change at shortstop. They they run Forsyth out uh, out there at shortstop, who they say is their best defender in the middle infield, even as a freshman. He's kind of proven that, yeah. even though he may have booted one this weekend. But he goes out there and starts tearing the cover off the ball, like he had no trouble seeing pitches and hitting the ball. So now you're going to stick with it, and and unfortunately, even though Landon Jordan at third base had made some diving stops and had played a solid, maybe even better than solid third base. The fact is, he's not a power hitter. He hadn't been and you didn't feel like he was going to be. He was a singles guy in the lineup. He'd hit for average 280 or whatever at the beginning of the year, but is a left-handed singles hitter in a lineup that's full of left-handed singles hitters. Yep. And was sort of the odd man out in this little switcheroo scenario going, we get we got the potential to be a national championship type of team, but we can't put up with what we currently are getting over here on the left side of our infield. We got to do something. So he kind of became the odd man out. So then this is my take. I haven't talked to a coach or a player about any of this. this is my take. Instead of I think making the smart decision, and that is, I may be unhappy, but I'm going to grind this out because. Yeah. I'm going to take advantage of every pinch hit opportunity I get. Who knows what might happen? I may even work myself back into it regularly and help the team do everything I can, even if it's limited opportunities, and then transfer when there's baseball going on. That would have been the smart decision. I don't think it's a smart decision to walk away in March, and now what are we going to do? Go hit off a tee for the next six months? Yeah. No. 
You're exactly right, and that's what makes it so disappointing. I don't believe this story was completely written. No one's going to be surprised if Lane Forsythe has some struggles in SEC play. Exactly. There's going to be at-bats for him. And, and, yeah, I mean, the biggest struggle is you just can't have Cam- – you've got to make a decision on Cameron James. I don't think you can have him go from short to third based on who's pitching and, and do I want a left-handed, right-handed bat. Right. Uh, I, I think we've seen the decision. I mean, well, now that Landon's go- gone, it, it's going to be a much easier decision. But it's going to be interesting. Looking forward yeah. to a big weekend. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Yeah, thank you also, Jay. Well, and I'm, I'm, I really appreciate you calling the top of the show and kind of getting us on the subject, which is a big deal for State, is, you know, coming out of this weekend, they sweep Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan, I don't think, was uh, quite the level of opponent that State saw last weekend with Kent State. But, the, you know, they had some good at-bats and things throughout the weekend. They were not sloppy at all. They were pretty good defensively. Um, you know, and all that, you know, state sweeps. And for the most part of the weekend, they didn't have their best weekend at the plate. But they still just continue to mow everybody down with that pitching staff. Um, and Sarantola was a part of it, that Saturday starter. You know, and I thought... Just what you said, Jay. There were glimpses of what you saw with him on the mound Saturday that shows you why he has such a long leash. Go watch what he did in the top of the third. But even if you look at the, the, the totality of his outing, he goes five innings and gives up one run on one hit and struck out five of the – how many batters did he face there in the outing? Well, regardless, struck out five. First inning, right, top of the first, he hits the first guy. Pitches around it. You know, you get it to two outs, hit a guy. Pitch around that, get a ground ball. Uh, go watch him in the top of the third after things had started to kind of move a little bit in his direction in the game. He comes out there confident top of the third, and that was the example of a, of a top half of an inning of, look, this is why he is what he is and in the spot that he's in, despite of a few struggles here and there, because when it's locked in, it's unhittable. Potential, like, is through the sky. Then, to come out there in the fourth and give up that solo home run, kid puts a great left-handed bat, puts a great swing on it, hits a home run opposite field, okay, and takes the lead one nothing. I thought it was a mature moment then because even after that, what he didn't melt, he didn't walk the next guy, he came in there and just got strike after strike after strike, pitched his way out of the inning after something not going his way. So that's more of what you need. Now, Here's the thing about it. For everybody on state's staff, whole different ball game pitching to LSU's lineup this weekend than just about anybody they've faced so far this year. Yeah, you went to Texas in the opening weekend. You faced the Longhorns. You faced TCU. You faced Texas Tech. Good teams. Longhorns just swept South Carolina. Uh, Texas Tech's a top 10. TCU had a fireballer that they had to face and all this kind of stuff. But you only face them one game at a time. You're not across a three-game series. Nor did you have like tremendous amounts of scouting report stuff building up. LSU scouting every pitcher you've got, every pitch you've made, okay? And you're going into their place. So the challenge is going to really go up. So everybody's got to pitch better this weekend at LSU. All right. Hog Jowl on the Country Pleasing text line says, Congrats to the Lady Razorbacks winning the National Indoor Track and Field Championships. 
He says, I think Arkansas is tied with LSU at 47 NCAA national championships in all sports. WPS, which stands for Woo Pig Suey. <laughs> um, <clears throat> somebody is educating us. Yeah, Etu Brute means you too, Brutus. Got it. We got a bunch of Shakespeare fans out here. Thanks, Mason. Look, man, I hadn't I hadn't even looked at that since eighth grade, and, yeah. and I don't want to tell you how long ago that was. It's been a little while. Just a couple of years. Nick okay. says, uh, my college buddy wrote a paper for me for English Lit. I didn't read the assignment. Turned out he made up everything in the paper. I got a smooth zero. The man is now a pastor. Life is funny. I don't hey, know if I know that guy. Everybody, yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> Everybody deserves second chances uh, or third or fourth, whatever. Flowtown Ghost said, uh, pretty selfish of him, not a team player, what I see. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, sometimes you get mad and you get hurt just right, ticked off just right. Well, you saw what happened Saturday, right? Cameron Jones got his foot popped. Cameron James. Man, if he broke a bone, he'd have been gone for a few weeks. Yeah. Then, mm-hmm. then what do you do? Yeah, that's right. You know, that's right. But what I guess what I was saying is I, I, I'm right there. I I got plenty of examples in my life. I get, I get mad just right. You may not make the best decision. So, uh, I think sometimes, especially you get, if you're 18 to 22, you get hot-headed enough. Maybe the thing to do is hold off on making any decision until you can kind of cool off the whole idea of cooler heads prevailing and that kind of thing. All right, uh, coming to some of your comments on the live stream next. We'll check it out here with you. In the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Studio, Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Y'all stick around. Hey, man, do you have a lot of static in your headset? The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling? Make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. All right, here we are. Rolling along with you, just getting started on this Reaction Monday What's your reaction of the weekend? Quite a few things happen. Uh, the basketball season does continue now for uh, State and Ole Miss men. They're both in the NIT. Uh, somebody put a nugget out there. Ole Miss, the only Power 5 uh, basketball team to finish, what was it, two games above 500 and not get into the tournament? And so they were just on the bubble. They're a one seed in the NIT. State's playing in it. You know, we'll see what happens. Um, hadn't checked out a lot of details on that. I know. Got to think they'll probably match them up at some point. Yeah. What about the – we're waiting here today on the women's selection. We're still waiting on that, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. That happens this evening. Tonight? Okay. To see if uh, State's women get in or Ole Miss. I, I know they projected them not to get in, so we'll see. You know, who's in and who's not. All right. Uh, welcome back. Lots of ways for you to be a part of the show. Text me, call me, comment on the live stream. 
Llewellyn said, hey, Matt, it's Lubell. It's spring break, and I finally get to listen. Chicken Hawk and I had a great baseball weekend in Starkville, and the Diamond Dogs were awesome. Well, they picked a great weekend to go all the way around uh, Chicken Hawk and, and Lubell. They had great weather for three games, and then they had uh, three wins for the team they were there to see. Uh, well, they got to be good luck charms, huh? I guess so. Yeah. Maybe I said, y'all go back. Next time you can, go on back. Um, let's see here. Drew says, Drew said, JB, Burt Curry is disappointed in your lack of knowledge of Julius Caesar. Yeah, Burt Curry doesn't even know who Julius Caesar is. Yeah, he can't even spell <laughs> Caesar. Only no, Caesar he he's ever heard of is I'll Caesar salad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Boyd said Fristo's earned the right to start Sunday against LSU. I think so, Boyd. I mean, you know, well, let's let me put it to you this way. Um, Lamonis commented on Bednar after the ball game yesterday, and and it didn't sound like there was going to be anything um, different. That he likes where he is, uh, everything's good to go. But but there was no indica- indication anyway that they're going to switch anything up. Let's listen to that real quick. It's like two three minutes here in the post game. A couple of questions and answers coming out of that weekend sweep for Chris Lamonis. Here that is. Um, Compliments of Mississippi State video production. Chris, last weekend, kind of five games, it seems like y'all have been able to start rolling a little bit earlier. What do you? Is there anything you attribute that to, or just kind of how where hits are falling? And uh, I guess today, obviously, you got the big. Eight. I kind of lost you there, so I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know the whole question, but uh, you know, I, I do think we're going to get some more hits to fall. I got a little bit of it, but um, we were a little more hot offensively earlier in the week, and then. Uh, but that's kind of how offense goes. It kind of ebbs and flows, and, and you know, depending on the pitcher and the conditions of the game. And um, We weren't great today offensively, but I thought we did enough. Um, if you can show up and play defense every day and pitch, you got a chance to win, and that's kind of what happened. Will came out and gave you some good innings, and you mentioned uh, there was one more step before he kind of gets back on the on the mound. And so, you know, we'll see right now in your plans, is, is he a guy that potentially start at LSU next week again? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think Will's at a point now where – we were kind of wanting uh, about 60 pitches out of him today, three innings and 60 pitches, and I think he gave us four innings and about 50 pitches. So, But he looked good. He had both pitches for strikes, and um, Velo was where it needed to be. So we'll evaluate. Um, we feel good have, just having all those weapons available for the weekend. A quick follow-up on that, too. Is Will where you want him to be or about where you expect yes. him to be right now? He's about where he needs to be. That's right. So he's uh, his volume's about right, right exactly where he should be. Just in terms of the offense, obviously you guys got a few more hits early. Just what's kind of the approach been with guys trying to get things going a little bit earlier and, and as you guys have done sort of over the last week? Well, they're always trying to get it done early. We just haven't had success doing it. So I don't I don't think there's a lack of intent. I just – we just haven't – you know, it's the way the game's played us. So, um, you know, we're trying to we, – we talked a little bit about just trying to get one, get one and stack ones on top of each other early in the game, especially the way our offense – the way we pitch – you know, to play with a cushion is, is nice for us. So that's kind of been our mentality. We just haven't, you know, and we got a couple early today, and that's why we were able to relax and play a little bit. And knowing who we had on the mound today, you know, uh, those guys pitched really well. All right, that's Chris Lamonis after yesterday's ball game. So in the middle there was he talked about Bednar, and he's kind of open to the idea that, yeah, who knows, we may run him out there. It, look at it this way, too. You know, if you're Chris Lamonis, you're happy – if LSU has to maybe prepare for four starting pitchers instead of three because you don't know 
for sure. They yeah. know what we know. Yeah. And that is that Bednar was probably going to be the weekend starter. Well, I'll tell you this, and LSU is going to bring different people to the plate than what Eastern Michigan brought. It gonna, it's totally different. Yesterday, they had one cat that was batting over 300. Or I should say 300 or better because he was batting right at 300. Nobody in that starting lineup yesterday was batting over 200. Yeah, right. So, so I mean, it's a totally different challenge what they're going to face. And LSU is right. going to hit the ball. They're going to score runs. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, you, you feel like Fristo's earned the right to start on Sunday for State at, at LSU. You do. But we're not the coach, and we don't know. And Bednar was outstanding yesterday. He went out there, threw four innings, faced 13 batters, and struck out seven of them. Threw 49 pitches, 37 of those were strikes. Uh, gave up one hit, no runs. <clears throat> Sims came in there, closed it out. So, you know, um, th- what we do know is they've got plenty, plenty, plenty of options. And, and by the way, Southern Miss, they swept Louisiana Lafayette. So a, a series sweep. The, I think they blew them out on Friday, had a really close, low-scoring game on Saturday, and then able to win yesterday to get a sweep. So Southern Miss playing really good baseball. Ole Miss still ranked in everybody's top five. Got two out of three from Louisiana Monroe. What was interesting about that series, okay, so Louisiana Monroe had a chance to win it on Saturday, had the lead late. Ole Miss wins it in the ninth, walks it off with a home run. Kevin Graham hit it. We were on the Natchez Trace driving back. We had seen some family coming back home, and it was uh, neat to get to listen to David Kellum on the radio. He called it. And he's got Brad Henderson, I think, who I think is still Ole Miss's all-time leading hitter, uh, all-time leader in hits anyway in his Ole Miss career. Brad's a Tupelo guy. And uh, got into coaching. Now he's doing some other stuff, but he's in the broadcast booth with Kellum. We got to hear their broadcast. My first chance to get to hear hear them this year together, which is neat. And to hear David call the walk off home run uh, was really good. They do a, a great job with their broadcast. And to me, it's just it's baseball's so easy to listen to on the radio. So uh, we got to kind of hear that. That was the Saturday walk off for Ole Miss. And then yesterday, uh, Louisiana Monroe, I think, was up by five going into the ninth, and so Ole Miss unable to come back. But still, they win two out of three. Sweeps are hard, and and uh, it's one of those where ULM was able to kind of salvage. One thing, though, that did come out of it, there was some base running stuff on Saturday. I don't know if they did it on Friday because I didn't hear, but I know they did this in the Saturday game, Louisiana Monroe did, to build their lead against Ole Miss that they eventually lost. And then yesterday they did some more of this to extend their lead and take advantage of Ole Miss. And that was runner on first and third, and intentionally the runner on first getting caught in the middle of no man's land, going out halfway between first and second. I didn't see it, but I'm listening, and the way it was described was the intentionally drawing a throw or intentional rundown to try to get the runner at third across, like a free run across home plate before that guy's tagged out, even if it's a third out in the inning out there between first and second in the intentional rundown. And it sounds like they did it multiple times. So hits and runs, kind of the manufacturing part of it, moving runners over, bunning guys over, intentional rundown to get a free run across the plate like they did it, I think, multiple times. It took Ole Miss a little bit during the weekend to figure out how to defend it because you don't see that a lot in college baseball. And, you know, it almost worked for a Louisiana Monroe win on Saturday. Ole Miss able to come back heroics from Graham in the ninth, 
But it did work yesterday. Here's Mike Bianco after. Yeah, you know, it just you know, got away from him, obviously, there in the fourth. Uh, you know, I thought he looked really sharp. Um, and uh, By the way, and he, and he started off by commenting on Derek Diamond, their starting pitcher, yesterday. We just, you know, let the inning blow up on us. And, you know, the disappointing thing is, you know, when you got the ball and you're the guy on the mound, you know, you got to try to keep it together. And I know he's disappointed, uh, but it's not all on him. I mean, it, you know, it's, you know, there's enough, you know, blame to, to get spread around to everybody. But, uh, yeah, we just didn't handle it very well. And, uh, you know, we, we, we got to be able to handle the bunts and handle the situations and, uh, you know, just frustrating. You know, it, uh, uh, that usually doesn't happen to us. You know, we usually can, you know, you know when they give you outs, get the outs. And um, doesn't mean that you won't give up a big inning. Doesn't mean that you won't give up hits. But uh, we just gave them too many opportunities. And you know, you credit them for executing all the stuff. You know, from the safety squeezes to the sack drags to the hit and runs to the you know over the last you know couple of days, you know their execution has been uh, you know spot on. And so you know credit them. Uh, but you know unfortunately you know we we haven't handled it as well. And uh, and so again, you know, it's it's hard to really judge you know his outing as far as pitching, uh, because you know I thought he was really sharp in you know, the first three innings, and uh, you know I don't think it was pitching you know that that got him out of the game. It was it was more not you know uh, us not being able to handle their rush and um, and uh, you know again you know we got to do better than that. All right, so that's uh, Mike Bianco. We'll get to some more of that a little bit later. Because they still have a really good baseball team. I mean, there's Ole Miss. They're kind of lamenting the fact they didn't sweep somebody. Kind of shows you where they are. There's an hey, uh, expectation to sweep on the weekends. You talk about baseball in Mississippi and what happened this weekend, 8-1. and one. I'm looking at the 2021 standings, SEC East and the West. And of 14 teams, there's only one team right now with a losing record, and that's Missouri at 7-10. <laughs> How about that? That's pretty powerful, man. Well, in the non-conference, the SEC right, is just right. mowing everybody down, you know. And just get ready; they're gonna yeah. mow each other down. <laughs> it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a barn burn. It really is, no doubt about it. I'm Matt in the bureau, the Farm Bureau Studio. We're just getting started with you here on this Reaction Monday. Y'all stick around. Are you ready? Get ready. For the Mississippi State Radio Analyst. And he's on your radio. Right now. Now. You've got the Matt Wyatt Show. Back. Back. (laughs) Back, 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 back. There's my Berman. That's all I got. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Studio, Farm Bureau Insurance. Go! With the home team, they are your home team. At Farm Bureau Insurance. Staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, where they are customer inspired. I was checking the scores from the weekend in SEC baseball just a little earlier on my handy dandy iPhone 12 Pro Max with lots of cameras and wide angle and zoom and I don't know what all and things and such on it. Yep, I got one and it's from C Spire. I like it. So far, I've kept the case on it. Hadn't banged it up, even though I like to have my phone naked. I've kept the case on this one because I learned my lesson on the last one. Dropped it, <laughs> jumped out of my pocket, and 
busted it back here on the back patio. But anyway, this new oh, one is boy. still good to go. Yeah, that got a boy. case on it. So anyway, I was checking the scores. Let me kind of give you a rundown of what happened. You want to hear this? Y'all Y'all want to hear this? Don't forget to hit me up on the live stream, Facebook, YouTube, Periscope. Coming to y'all. By the way, Caleb and Sven and Roshana and Drew and everybody commenting. I'm coming to that. And don't forget to text me on the country pleasing text line, 885-ESPN or 885-3776. The Texas Longhorns, the stars at night are big and bright. The Texas Longhorns swept the top 15 South Carolina Gamecocks. South Carolina had, had gotten off to a just a fantastic start. Uh, but Texas took three, and yesterday they won eight to five. That was a top 20 matchup. Texas ranked in the top 20. They'll definitely move up. Uh, earlier this year, some of the folks that saw Texas out there in Texas at that opening event out in Arlington were not very impressed with the Longhorns. But, buddy, they had a good weekend. <clears throat> That's a good South Carolina team that just got swept. All right, Arkansas, number one team in the country, took two out of three from Louisiana Tech in Ruston. La Tech was able to win yesterday in a shutout 2-0 to avoid the sweep at home. And La Tech's a pretty good baseball team. People around the country will tell you that. Uh, Lane Burroughs, they got a good program and, of course, playing down there. And it's a good team this year. And Arkansas won the first two uh, fairly handily and then um, didn't get the sweep yesterday. But a good weekend for Arkansas on the road. Uh, Tennessee swept UNC Greensboro. Tennessee is a top 15 program yesterday. It was a 9-3 ball game. Georgia swept Lipscomb on the weekend. In yesterday's game, they needed to go to 12 innings to do it, but they got a 3-2 win uh, walk-off in 12. Kentucky swept Georgia State. So Nick Mangione and company up there, they're playing good baseball at Kentucky. They're not ranked, but they got a weekend sweep going into conference play. Uh, Florida, let's see, took two out of three from Jacksonville. Jacksonville upset Florida on Friday night, and then Florida's able to back in the series and win two out of three. Uh, LSU swept UTSA, walked it off on Saturday, walked it off yesterday, and they were down big in the ninth. And LSU's just, they are LSU. There's a little magic down there in Baton Rouge. It, they, it's just there. Okay. <clears throat> and this weekend, LSU hosting state, this is one of those things where, listen to me, don't get too up or down about it. Two really good teams. All right. You could go down there, State could go down there and sweep them. And it would not mean that LSU is out of anything. <laughs> and it would not mean that anything. You could go down there and get swept by LSU. And it doesn't, it's, it's three wins and three losses, and there's a long season. You know, what if you're got, State what on. We got 30 more games, Matt. Yeah, a whole right? bunch. I, well, <laughs> at least. Yeah. And then you start looking at the tournament. Well, and the thing is, JB, you know, State goes down there. Road series like this to an LSU, you know, if you just don't get swept, pretty good weekend, you know? I mean, just pick up one win. If you win a series on the road like this, it's like icing on the cake. So, all right, back to the scores. Uh, Auburn took two out of three from Little Rock. They dominated Little Rock on Friday and Saturday. Back-to-back shutouts. It was, I don't know exactly, it was like eight to nothing, six to nothing. And then Little Rock, Able to avoid a sweep yesterday, got a win. <clears throat> uh, Stetson went to Tuscaloosa, upset Alabama on Friday. Alabama back into the series, won it nine to four yesterday. Took two out of three. Vanderbilt played Oklahoma State out there. All right, Oklahoma State, a top fifteen program. Vanderbilt tops in a country. 
regardless of whatever ranking you look at. Now, Oklahoma State won yesterday to avoid a sweep. But listen, Vandy absolutely dominated a good Oklahoma State baseball team the first two games. Shut them out in the first one. I guess that was rocker. And then game two, they put up 18 runs on Oklahoma State pitching. And then Oklahoma State salvaged a little face and, and got a win yesterday, 10-6. to six. Uh, State sweeps Eastern Michigan. There was a walk-off in there, a shutout back on Friday, all that. Uh, let's see, Missouri played Illinois State four times this weekend. Friday, doubleheader Saturday, and again yesterday. And Missouri took three out of four from Illinois State. And then, of course, Ole Miss, two out of three from Louisiana Monroe. So there's your weekend results, SEC baseball. And as I mentioned, Southern Miss, a sweep this weekend in Hattiesburg, uh, Louisiana Lafayette. They're playing really good baseball at Southern Miss. And going to be a tough, tough out in Conference USA play for sure. All right, back over here to the live stream. Caleb, uh, who's watching on Periscope, said Jim Ellis made a good point about State hitting the ball better against lefties this year. Isn't that something? You know, and I don't know what you chalk that up to, Caleb. He's got all his left-handed bats in the lineup. And is it like you've, you've been able to see a lot of lefties when you were playing yourself last year in the fall? Seeing, you know, McLeod and other, I, no. I mean, you got plenty of righties you're going up against. Uh, but the left-handed hitters, I I just don't know what you chalk it up to. I, um, I really don't know. Sven said, wow, it's one hour earlier now. He's over in Germany. I guess they haven't hit daylight savings yet. Yep, we had the daylight savings time this past weekend. Uh, do, do other countries do that? I, I mean, think they did. I don't know, but maybe they don't. we were the only backward country doing that. Yeah. Sven, apparently they don't in Germany because he's like, hey, yeah. your show's an hour earlier. Yep. Yeah. That means he that means he gets to see us a little bit earlier. Yeah, that's right. Before bedtime. Yeah. Uh, Roshana said our men's basketball team will be in the same bracket as Ole Miss in the NIT. That's what JB was touching on earlier, Roshana. Maybe that at some point you get those two matched up against each other. Uh, Sven bragging on the baseball team at State says our baseball boys look good. Yep, so far so good. The rubber's about to meet the road, though. I mean, the truth about it is recruiting, facilities, pitching, depth, everything in the SEC is such a higher level than most of these programs you play during the non-conference part of the year. And so now that you're about to hit SEC weekends where it's three games LSU and three games you know, Vandy and three games Ole Miss and three games Georgia, we, we're going to really start to find out now. We are really about to – to find out. Drew said if State goes to Omaha, uh, Omaha, how hard will it be for State to keep Jake Gotro? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, Jake, you would think, is certainly uh, on a fast track to move up and go be a head coach one of these days, no doubt about it. But, um, you know, the other one's Foxhall. You look at what he's done with the pitching staff. You let Eric Sarantola from where he started this year to by the end of the year, if Sarantola becomes an All-American or All-SEC guy, I mean... It may be keeping Foxhall, <laughs> okay? So uh, that's just the name of the game at programs like that. Davini Equipment phone line. Here he is. More bully. Good Monday to you, sir. What's up? What's happening, Matthew? Man, not much. How was your weekend? Well, man, it was fantastic. Thanks for asking. How about you? Peachy, wonderful. Yeah, he complained yep. to me about the fall, uh, springing forward, Matt. Oh, did he? So he's got a well, he's got a different attitude with you than he does with me. Mm -hmm. Well, 
that's because I like Matt. <laughs> you told me you love me right before I put you on hold. I said irregardless. Okay. Which the, the, makes it, well, the fact of the matter word, the so. fact of the matter is that nobody else listening to this show cares if y'all love each other or not. That's just the <laughs> truth about it. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. But listen, I know I'm on the uh, Davini um, phone lines, and uh, man, I just want to give a shout out to you for uh, listening to me ask you about Davini, and um, I headed over there on Saturday with my 17 year old. And, uh, dude, we were in and out of there in almost less than an hour. Really? With a, a brand new zero turn. And a boy. And a boy. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was a great experience. And, and Mark took care of us and told my, I mean, I stepped aside and he just educated my son on everything. And, uh, it's a place to go, man. And I think my son has a bright future with that. You know, so we'll see, did we you can always thank the Benny? Did you gas it up and immediately get out there and do some donuts in the yard? Tell the truth. <laughs> well, I've never been on one except for yesterday, and it was kind of awkward for me. <laughs> yeah. That right hand forward turns it left. Uh -huh. that, I just I can't compute that. <laughs> but I see he's a, he's a lefty, so his brain's already screwed a little bit anyway. I see. Yeah, a little so bit. He gets it. Man, the first yeah. time I ever got on one. I don't own one. My dad does. Um, and and the, the first time I ever got on one was his down there in Dothan. And he's got a big place so I could really get going and practicing without having to worry about ruining anything. And once you get it, it is like, it, it's just the way to go. So my hat's off to you, man. Y'all did the right like thing. Like flying a helicopter. Well, yeah, you know this too, though, man. I say he's got a bright future, but he's still practicing a little bit. Because... Uh, <laughs> My my mom said, I don't know if I can hire him doing like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and that's my mom, man. Hey, tell him the better he gets, the more phone calls he's going to get. More bully. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thanks, brother. See yeah, you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, you're good on that zero turn. Uh, what are you doing Saturday? <laughs> that's it, more bully. <laughs> Little bully. Is that your son's name? Little bully? Less bully? Two S's or one. Y'all stick around. Hour two coming up.